Hello, everybody. I'm Kathy Yang. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. unrest continues, U.S. President Donald Trump signs bills backing Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement. But as Ron Cruz tells us, that move sparks China's anger once again. China fuming over U.S. President Trump's signing of a bill backing Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement. Beijing calls the measure extremely evil and dangerous in motive. It now vows to retaliate, declaring America's attempts to interfere in Hong Kong's affairs are doomed to fail. Trump signed legislation which will impose sanctions on Chinese and Hong Kong officials responsible for human rights abuses in the Chinese-ruled city. It will also require the U.S. to annually review the special autonomous status it grants Hong Kong in trade considerations. That move by Trump is hailed by Hong Kong activists, among them Joshua Wong, who sees the measure as a sign of warming U.S.-Hong Kong relations. Wong also commending Trump for supporting Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement despite China's threat of retaliation. Wong now calls on the Hong Kong government to do its part in securing the democracy of the city. I think how the U.S. president signed on the bill also developed a clear message for Hong Kong and Beijing government. The escalation of the civil unrest is not depends on protesters, it depends on the government. With no clear resolution to the unrest in Hong Kong, Vishnu Varathan of Mizuho Bank warns of possible repercussions. Hong Kong in particular is worth watching because the, the protests have prolonged far longer uh, than we had anticipated and we don't know whether that would have a lingering effect on, on the job market in Hong Kong. So that one, I think, remains a, a big watch point, but it is too soon to conclude what we'll see out of it. Ron Cruz, ABS-CBN News. Another brewing political tension, this time in the Korean Peninsula. Breaking a month-long lull in missile tests, North Korea fires two projectiles in the sea off its coast Thursday, according to the South Korean military. The move came as the clock ticks down on the year-end deadline that Pyongyang had given Washington to restart stalled denuclearization talks. Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe weighed in, saying the test firing was a threat to not only Japan, but the region and beyond. Here at home, Philippine shares reversed some of Wednesday's gains, underperforming most of Asia. As Michelle Long tells us, this comes ahead of another initial public offering at the exchange. Philippine shares gave up most of Wednesday's impressive gains, with the rest of Asia mixed as U.S. President Donald Trump signed a bill that supports pro-democracy protesters in Hong Kong, complicating a trade deal with China. Beijing hitting back, accusing U.S. of sinister intentions. Here comes uh, something more political uh, coming into the pictures. I guess it's really a, a day-to-day thing with respect to uh, how this uh, turns out uh, eventually. Uh, everyone's just keeping an eye on it and uh, we're reacting. We don't think that the domestic economy would be too much affected by uh, the, the trade wars. Well, not, not to say that we are immune, but I think the impact will be uh, minimal. For the day, the PSE index fell 9 tenths of 1%, settling at 77.68. BDO's Ed Francisco says there's little news to buoy the market. 
Investors possibly waiting for the Philippine Central Bank's last meeting for the year on December 12th. I'm not so sure a rate cut will really benefit or trigger more investment at the moment. Uh, because uh, in a way, the, the government rates have gone down significantly already, in fact, more than the rate cut. So, um, and I think even the banks have adjusted it, so it will not spur more loan growth. Uh, it might not have that much an impact. It's really more the external news of, you know, China-U.S. trade. In corporate stories, Lufthansa Technique Philippines, a joint venture between Lufthansa and Lusitan-led Macroasia, broke ground on its $40 million facility expansion, a 9,000-square-meter hangar in Pasay City. The new facility is expected to create nearly 300 new jobs next year and further cement the Philippines' standing as an aviation services hub in the region. It will allow Lufthansa to service more and bigger aircraft, including the world's largest passenger plane, the A330. And Century Pacific Food, which is behind brands like Century Tuna, Swift, and Birch Tree, makes a push for its coconut brand in the domestic market, Coco Mama Fresh Gata. This is part of the Poe Group's efforts to diversify into new and emerging categories. The group also affirming its target of sustaining double-digit growth this year. And finally, more fundraising news. The Securities Exchange Commission has approved the 2 billion peso offering of debt securities by Certec Holdings, while the Villar-led Vistaland has priced its fixed-rate retail bonds at 5.6992% per annum. This will be issued out of the 30 billion pesos new shelf registration of VLL. Up ahead, Frutas Holdings debuts at the PSC. The company thinks it is ripe for the picking. Will its relatively small float and well-known brands carry it through or will market volatility sink it? Investors decide tomorrow. Michelle Long, ABS-CBN News. The National Grid Corporation of the Philippines again assures the public the grid is manned by Filipinos. As Alvin Ochico tells us, Beijing slams allegations Manila's power grid is under Chinese control. The National Grid Corporation has opened its doors to journalists to show that technical experts manning its main control room are all Filipinos. The privately owned consortium that manages the country's electricity grid is currently in the limelight after the head of the National Transmission Corporation declared that it's possible that China can remotely control the electricity grid. The state grid of China owns 40% of the NGCP consortium, while 60% belongs to Filipino businessman Henry C. Jr. and Robert Coyuto Jr. Ina-assure ho namin na nasa kamay ho ng Pilipino yan at hindi ho namin pahihintulutan ang anumang masamang mangyari sa Philippine grid. NGCP is adamant it's not possible to remotely shut down the country's electricity grid. Hindi po mangyayari yun. Dahil... Itong skada namin eh, stand-alone. Eh, hindi siya connected sa internet. NGCP spokesperson Cynthia Alabanza says company officials are open to answer queries from legislators in case the Senate inquiry pushes through. There are also calls for an audit on the functions and systems of NGCP in relation to national security. Ang pangangasiwa ng NGCP sa transmission system, yan po ay base sa kontrata at sa prangkisang galing sa Kongreso mismo. So kami lang ho, sinusunod ho namin lahat ng panuntunan na binibigay ng gobyerno dito. Meanwhile, China calls allegations it had control over the Philippines' power transmission grid completely groundless. Chinese Foreign Ministry spokesperson Geng Shuang says there's no need to imagine a problem 
when there is none. Alvin El Chico, ABS-CBN News. The Philippines and the World Bank signed a $300 million loan agreement for the country's anti-poverty program. Philippine Finance Secretary Carlos Dominguez says it is to provide additional financing for the Pantobid Pamilyang Pilipino program, which delivers conditional cash transfers to millions of beneficiaries until 2022. He hopes the loan would upgrade the project's implementation, performance, monitoring and evaluation procedures. This latest tranche brings the World Bank support for the government's welfare development and reform program to $1.26 billion. It's all hands on deck for the Philippines with only two days to go before it formally opens this year's Southeast Asian Games. Officials from across the region also looking past the challenges faced by organizers as they express confidence the country's hosting of the annual event will be successful. Bruce Rodriguez with the full story. And they hit the ground dancing. Thailand's dance sport team quickly proved their chops as they arrived at the Philippines' main international gateway, the Ninoy Aquino International Airport. Despite the challenges and issues surrounding Manila's handling of the preliminary events for the Southeast Asian Games, the athletes still couldn't help but feel excited to take part in the tournaments. Supit Samahito, vice chairperson of Thailand's Olympic Committee, says they believe the Philippines' hosting of the 30th Sea Games will be successful. I know about the situation in your country. I understand and I try to let my athletes you know, understand about that. Malaysian Senator Dato Megat Zulkarna in Omardin agrees with this, asserting Manila's opening ceremony for the SEA Games could just be the best yet. Hopefully that uh, there will be no more uh, problems arise after this. We are looking for the opening ceremony and I think the opening ceremony will be one of the best. On the ground, the situation for foreign athletes in the Philippines also seemingly improving. That is according to Zairul Faiz bin Zanuddin, who's been in Manila since November 23 and is part of the Malaysian contingent of athletes. Overall, the, the volunteers and the physical team has been very helpful to us. So they have us a lot in a lot of element and aspect. Various government agencies also stepping in to help the Philippine Southeast Asian Games Organizing Committee in welcoming the visitors for the Games. The tourism department revamped its assistance centers in the country's airports to ensure visiting athletes and delegates are warmly welcomed. Even the finance department is pitching in. It's been deploying revenue officers at airports to make sure the taxable equipment and items that SEA Games visitors are bringing in would be exempt from levies. According to the Manila International Airport Authority, they expect 800 athletes and delegates to arrive at the Naiya Thursday. But FISGOC says 4,000 arrivals are expected at the various airports in the Philippines. Bruce Rodriguez, ABS-CBN News. And that's it for today. This is the podcast edition of Business Nightly. You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. Thank you for joining us.